Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwann, and today's or today's guest is Coach Trevor McGregor. Trevor, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, David. Thank you for having me on. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, Trevor is a uh, master coach and mentor. Um, Trevor, uh, give us a little bit of, uh, I, I know you work with some real estate guys, and I'm pretty sure you do some other stuff. Um, how did you, uh, just give us a little bit of your background, please. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So yes, my name is Trevor McGregor. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So I'm Canadian, yet 98% of my clients are US based. So <laughs> I coach a ton of real estate investors, a lot of people doing single family, a ton in multifamily, assisted living, mobile home parks. I mean, uh, affordable housing, you name it. I've got some clients somewhere in the US doing something. And uh, right now, I think I've got clients in about 37 different states. So it's, it's quite a load to have, but I do have some clients in the UK, some in Italy, uh, Asia, even as far away as New Zealand and Australia. So I've got a bit of a global global presence right now. A little now. bit of a global reach there. So, uh, it, well, that's, uh, that's, that's an amazing reach when you could uh, say, uh, look, I have somebody on just about every continent and it's like, <laughs> look, just the Wi-Fi and, 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 and uh, you know, in Antarctica is not really all that great. So it's, it's only six out of seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, um, on, on the, what is, uh, with, on your, for, for your coaching, um, what's probably one of the number one things that you work on? If you had to take, you know, like one main issue, what, what is, what would you say is that most common issue that you work on? Yeah, it's a great question. And I guess before I get into that, there's really two things that I find really hold real estate people back from scaling their business. Um, and I am a real estate investor as well, even though I'm a master platinum coach and I've done over 20,000 coaching calls. That's an actual statistic. That's, that's, that's a lot of, co that's a lot of calls. <laughs> that's a lot of calls. Uh, I spent a ton of time, you know, working with the man, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tony Robbins. Um, I was a master platinum coach for Tony and Love my years uh, working with him. So coached a lot of people in a lot of different real estate, you know, businesses, a lot of Fortune 500 executives, a lot of small business owners, medium-sized business owners. And, and really, David, what I found after doing that many calls is there's two things that hold people back. The first one is what I refer to as mindset. Mm -hmm. The second one is what I call modeling. So let me give you a little play on what that is. Mindset is really what's going on between your two ears. I mean, we all have this three pound mass between our ears called our brain. And sometimes our brain, you know, doesn't set us up for success. It holds us back through fear. Yes. And so one of the things I really do with a lot of people is really, you know, dig in deep to understand, well, who they are, what are their beliefs? What are their values? What are their rules? You know, and what are some of the fear-based modalities or thoughts that they're having? Because we want to take care of those before we go out there and execute on what I call the modeling. That is, we model best practices, whether it's going out there talking to brokers, driving neighborhoods, asking investors for capital, you know, underwriting yes. deals, maybe running the asset. There's all of these different moving parts on, you know, the action side. So the two things specifically are you got to have a high performance, peak performance mindset, then you got to yes. go out there and model best practices. Does that make sense? 
Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I, I'm kind of, I've always said, you know, uh, you know, the biggest hurdle that most, uh, you know, most business people, you know, the, the biggest hurdle is it's it's about six inches and that's in between your left ear and your right ear. You know, yeah. that's, that's most people, that's their, their, their biggest hurdle is just getting over themselves and, and, you know, being able to, uh, you know, just being able to, to go do what they want to do. And, you know, like you said, you, you know, there's a lot of, different things that trip up different people in different ways. But, you know, but most of the time it's like, look, it's, it's your thought process. It's your mindset that's usually controlling you. And then, like you said, I mean, that the second part is, is modeling is, you know, look, this is almost everything that everything that you're going to do has been to some degree already been done. And if you can go look at somebody who did it successfully and, you know, learn, learn from what they've done and, you know, you may have to tweak or twist to, to get what your particular outcome is. But it's like, look, 90 percent of what you're probably wanting to do has already been done. So instead of just trying to reinvent the wheel yourself, uh, you know, go, go look at somebody else's wheel and you may have to just, like you said, model, model your wheel after theirs. But look, it's a round wheel. It's been proven to work. Don't, you know, don't don't waste your energy and time on trying to figure out. Uh, you know, the whole concept, you may make your own changes to make it yours and to accomplish what you want. But yeah, don't, don't, don't reinvent the wheel, just, uh, you know, find a wheel and, and, and go do the same thing. That's exactly right. And then from there, I think the next thing that tri- trips people mostly is not knowing the exact ultimate outcome of what you're trying to do. You know, some people say, well, I'm going out there to look for a deal. Well, that's not specific enough. You know, where do you want to look for a deal? What kind of deal do you want to look for? Is it a C class? Is it a B class? Is it, you know, in a certain demographic, in a certain city with different, you know, population growth or job growth? So I really get dig and dig deep with people to really identify, you know, what they really want, why they want it. And then we can reverse engineer a plan to go and make that happen, David. Does that make sense? Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. It's like, look, uh, the the the, you know, it's kind of like uh, I, I look at it as going on a trip to some place. If you say um, I want to go to Florida, well, you can get to Florida, but you know, Florida, there's a lot of stuff in Florida. You know, if you wanted to go to Disney and you end up in Key West, well, you still you hit your target. You made it to Florida, but you didn't make it up to where you want to go. So you have to you know, drill down and go, no, I want to go to Orlando, Florida and Universal in Orlando. And, you know, it's probably even better if you specify, I want to go ride this ride at Universal, you know, and it's like, you know, the more specific and the more, you know, the the, the more detailed your destination, the easier it is for you to make the plan to get there. It's spot on. That's a perfect analogy. And, you know, and, and it's also, why do you want it? You know, if you get to Disney or you get to Universal, are you looking to go on vacation? Are you looking to bond with your, your kids? Are you looking to create magic moments? I mean, I'll often say to a real estate person, what is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? Because here's the truth, David. If your why is big enough, you know, the how starts to show up, you know? Or if your why is big enough and you do face a tough time, maybe you got a tough time finding a deal or finding an investor or, you know, finding somebody that is really a great property manager. Yes. It's your purpose and your why that's going to get you to get up, dust yourself off and keep on going after the dream. Does that resonate with you? Oh, definitely. It resonates hugely. And and it's that, uh, 
Yeah, it's that to to me that having that that crystal clear why and understanding your why and really digging deep into your why because, it, it, you know, I I've found out that the again, it's that detailed and that's it's that focus. You know, again, you you know, you can throw a wide net and you can get in that general direction, but I think your why is kind of the same thing as your destination. The same the the, the same philosophy should apply of like, no, dig, dig down, you know, just gone spending more time with families, not a big enough why. Um, you know, it, it, it may be a big enough why, but it's like, you, it's not just spending time with fa- family. It's kind of gone back to that trip. It's going, my why is, is so I can take my daughter to Disney so that she can spend time with Mickey because I know that she wants to spend time with Mickey and that will make her, you know, I really, what I really, my real why there is, is I want to see my daughter's eyes light up with that magic moment of seeing Mickey. That is my why. That's a much more compelling and a much more driving factor is when it's like, you know, you have those specifics and those, those just get you, you know, d- digging into that specific is just, uh, it, it creates, creates so much more power. That is so good. You're spot on with that. And that takes us to the next thing that I find. And that is the lack of systems for support. You know, it's one thing to get rid of your limiting beliefs. It's one thing to know your outcome. But, you know, real estate is not an individual thing. It's a team sport. And so you've got to decide, are you doing it solo? Or are you doing it with partners? Are you doing it in state? Or are you doing it out of state where you're going to need, you know, different boots on the ground, maybe different, you know, brokers, different property managers, different, you know, landscapers, plumbers, roofers, general contractors. So we really look at, you know, not only what systems do you have in place to support you, but also how are you leveraging technology? I mean, are you using CRM to keep track of your investors? Are you using any sort of, you know, financial or legal analysis tools? So my clients are pretty savvy at this stage because I work with some of the bigger, bigger, bigger ones. And, you know, it, it, it's not something that you need to really figure out the first day you get into real estate. But I'll tell you, as you grow and you start adding to your door count, or you start buying in multiple states, you're going to want to have really good systems for support. Oh, that de- definitely. That that support system is, you, you know, it's it's. Uh, I know you, it's like, look, even if you say you're just a solo one man show, you're not because unless uh, you, you know you you have a team, whether whether you it feels like it or not, it sometimes you know it feels like you're there all by yourself. But it's like, look, you have team. And, you know, make sure you use your team, make sure that, you, you know, your team is out there, you, you know, don't abuse your team, but make sure that you're using your team, you know, um, you, you know, you have partners, even if it is, you know, your lenders or your contractor, or like you said, property management, you know, talk to these people if you're having an issue, and even if it isn't fully in their realm, throw it off, you, you know, it's, it's like, use your team members, use that support system, because when you use it, it's like, look, that. That's why, you know, most of them, that's why they're there. That's why they're your support system. That's why you use them is, is because you need more than just you. Because, look, you can only accomplish so much in 24 hours. And if we all relied solely on ourselves to get anything accomplished, we wouldn't do a whole lot. Well, that's so good. And I always throw on top of that, because I love that you said that, is that you want to do the work that you're, you know, mostly passionate about. I mean, mm-hmm. some people like me, I want to go out there and talk to people and find the deal, you know? Other people want to underwrite the deal, right? Other people want to run the asset. So again, depending on whether you're doing single family, multifamily, or any of these other modalities of real estate, 
you, you don't want to spend your time doing things that you don't like or that you're not good at. I still want you to learn how to underwrite. I want you to understand how to run the asset. But at the end of the day, life's too short to be doing all these crazy things that you don't enjoy doing. I think we should be focusing on our strengths and allowing other people around us to support us with their strengths. Does that resonate? Oh, definitely. Because I, you know, it's like, look, I like looking at the underwriting and I like stress testing the underwriting. I don't like physically doing it. I hate putting all the numbers into spreadsheets and doing all that. And I know people that get geeked out of it and they're like, yeah, give me those numbers. Give me that spreadsheet. I want to fill all that. And it's like, I am like A1, A1 100%. Look, go for it. I, you know, like finish it. Let me see it. And then I can go through and stress test it. I like stress testing. I just don't like doing all the, all all the, 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 the pre-work on it, you know? And it's like, look, me me personally, I want to be out there talking to investors. It's like, look, educating people on, this is how you do this. This is what we, you know, and, and educating people like why I'm doing the podcast is this is an educational tool for me to let other people know how to do this and what they need to be doing. And that's why I enjoy doing this. I enjoy the, the investor relations part of it you know, that's my key part. So, you know, I need somebody that, you know, it's like, look, I, I, I understand all those other, other parts, but like you said, it's like, look, focus on what you enjoy and what you do, because you're going to do that best. You know, somebody who enjoys it, well, it's not as much work, you know, it's like, look, if, if I had to go fill out spreadsheets all day long, I'm going to be sitting there pounding my head up against the wall. And I'm, uh, you know, it's like, I'm going to dread. And I know some people who, you know, it's like, look, they couldn't talk in a group of four people, but you give them a spreadsheet and what would take me three or four hours to go through and do correctly and get done right. They can do it in like 45 minutes and it's done better than what I could do. But you know, that's their wheelhouse and I, and I stay in my wheelhouse and you know, it's kind of like, as long as you stay in your lane, Find, you know, first you got to figure out what is your lane. And then once you get in it and, and you know, when you're, if you're starting out, yeah, you're going to drive in multiple lanes when you start out. It's just how, how it plays out. You know, it's, you got to work and grow your team and get, get to that point. You know, it, there's growth, growth that has to happen, but you know, it's like the ultimate goal is to get into one lane and just, you, you know, it's like, look, get in your lane and hammer down, you know, and then, then don't worry about anybody else's lane. That's it. That's it. So there's two more that I can absolutely tell that are in play for all of your listeners and even me and you. And really the next one is poor time management. Yes, poor time management. Because here's the truth. We all have 168 hours a week. Now we sleep for a bunch of those. We eat, we play with the kids, we pay the bills. But what are you really doing with the time that's left over for real estate? Because not all activities are created equal. And I find that a lot of people are out there, David, doing what I call busy work, you know, but they're not really going after, you know, what's really important. I'll give you an example. Some people are busy printing business cards and getting a website up and, you know, making sure that they're dotting the I's and crossing the T's and all that. And that's great. You know, I think that definitely helps, you know, run the business and have an identity and look like you're really in the game and all that stuff. But the real rubber meets the road you know, and going out there and talking to brokers, talking to homeowners, talking to apartment owners, and literally, you know, having a discussion around, you know, a purchase opportunity. So I want to remind people that, you know, they've really got to work on the high impact, high income opportunities. And that's where you can really start to get some traction. And next thing you know, you got some LOIs going out, or you got some, 
you know, negotiations happening. And, you know, that's really where real estate is, is won and lost. Yeah. And, and that's probably out of what we've covered so far, that is, that, that, that's probably my Achilles heel is, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, and I work on it and I, at least I know that it's my Achilles heel, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, this is, this is, this is where I have to be self-conscious of myself a lot is, yeah. you know, is, is taking that key thing and, and looking at, and you know, what's helped me a lot is, you know, just stop every once in a while and go, okay, is this really what I should be doing? You know, just take that, you know, it's like, okay, um, I'm stressed out, I'm frustrated over this item. Am I really, you know, am I really doing something that I should be doing? And usually if I'm stressed out over it, it's like, no, you're not the person that should be doing this. And, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, you need to put on your to-do list, find somebody that can do this for you and and move on to a different task that you excel at. Um, Instead of, you know, instead of, you know, it's, look, we're in a day, you know, you're talking about technology yeah. and, you know, we're in this age of technology where, you know, most of this stuff, um, if you're not comfortable with it, if you don't enjoy doing it, you probably can relatively inexpensively find somebody else to do it, um, you know, that can, can do it and probably do it cheaper, faster and better than you can. And then you can focus on that, uh, you know, on that part of your business that, like you said, you know, talking to brokers or owners or whatever that, you know, whatever your, your ROI, you know, whatever your best ROI on your time is concentrate on those things. That's it. Spot on. And that takes us to the last one, the final one, which is lack of execution, right? Because we can, again, get rid of your limiting beliefs. We can create a strategic plan. We can create systems for support. We can optimize and maximize our time. But if you're not out there doing it, you're fooling yourself, right? Yes. The other thing that I'll stack on top as a bonus distinction is accountability. You know, do you have a coach? Do you have a partner? Do you have, you know, a mentor? Do you have somebody that's helping you guide you and holding your feet to the fire as well? Because oftentimes if we don't get any traction, people tend to quit and they find themselves watching Netflix you know, each night instead of going out there and, you know, literally living the dream. So the final one is you've got to execute and you've got to find systems for accountability that allow you to stay the course. Does that resonate, David? Oh, definitely. I, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of funny that you had that conversation because I had that, that conversation with, uh, you know, with, with my girlfriend this morning was like, look, you know, there's a certain level of accountability and there are certain things that it's, it's like, look, uh, you know, I, I have some goals that I wanted, you know, that I want to accomplish. And I hadn't really shared those goals with her. And it's like, look, you, you know, if, uh, you know, you have to share, you have to have that accountability partner. And it's, it was one of those things, it's kind of like that action and accountability tying those two together. It's like, look, I need to, you know, I, I need to put this out there. I need to let her know that, look, this is what I'm going, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. This is the direction I'm heading in. But, and it's not anything that she can even help with, you know, it's just, it's, it's something that, you know, it's some stuff that I need to do, but I, I had to make sure that I went out there and I said, look, this is what I'm doing. And that way, you know, for me, just that little step of saying to another human being, you know, I didn't go to her and ask her to be my accountability partner and all yeah. like that, but it's just, I went and I said, look, if I say this to you, I am, I know that me personally, I'm at least 50% more likely to follow through with it and get it done with just by saying, Hey, this is what I'm working on. 
this is what I need to do. And these are what my goals are, you know, and, and it's just that, yeah, that, that is a huge thing. And, you know, um, it's like I said, you know, there's, there's definitely multiple points in this that, you know, I'd probably say all five of the ones or six of the ones that we covered, it's like, look, these are all on my radar and it's all things that, you know, it's, and just because you worked on them today doesn't mean that they're not, that you don't need to work on them tomorrow because this is a long, this is a long-term game that we're playing. And it's like, look, consistency, I'd say is, uh, is another part of that. It's like, look, you, you you have these six things and it's like, you got to stay on top of all of them and pay attention and be aware of where you're at and be also be kind of be honest about, you know, it's about yourself and just open up and go, Hey, um, I really need to look at these things. And it's like, look, if you're not, um, you know, if you're not living your ideal life, if you didn't wake up this morning and go, there is not a single thing in my whole life to change, then you probably need to look around and take a look and go, okay, what can I do differently today? What is my step today to get to my ideal uh, life? So yeah, yeah. definitely, uh, you, you know, stay on top of it and pay pay attention to it. And, you know, the more, more things you focus on, the better they'll get. Yeah. I would challenge the listeners to, you know, sit down and take a look at those six things and really rate where they are on a scale of one to 10. I mean, where are you with dealing with limiting beliefs? One to 10. Where you was setting, you know, actionable goals, one to 10, and so on and so on. And I'm telling you, you're right. It, it's not a one-time thing. You got to keep coming back to that and coming back to that because I believe, David, that there's always another, another level. I mean, I do a, a presentation. I do a lot of keynote speaking around the world. Um, you know, like I said, last week I was in Dallas. Next week I'm in Minnesota. The week after that, we're off to uh, Spain and Italy. Come back. I've got a conference in California. And then my wife and I are off to Australia. So we've got a lot of things that we want to do and a lot of people that we want to inspire. But at the end of the day, you've got to really ask yourself, you know, are you living your life at a level you call good when it could be great? You know, why just be good in real estate or in life when there's another level we call it great? Or why be great when you could be outstanding? Now you go to that next level or why even be outstanding when you can be extraordinary or extra ordinary. And again, I can tell that the quality of the investor is going to be in direct proportion to how they, you know, see themselves and how they go out there and live life. So that's why I love your show and you taking the time to educate, engage, inspire people, because I believe there's always another level. Does that resonate with you? Oh, definitely. Uh, I, uh, and maybe Jim Rohn's not the first or last person to say it, but he, he I, I remember in one of his recordings, he goes, when you get, you, you know, when you get to your goals and you get to that goal and when you get there, you'll look around and you, you'll realize that you could have got there. You know, mm-hmm. in other words, you know, there is always, you, you know, even, even when you get to your goal and when you get there, you'll realize that, oh, wow, I could have done this better and I could have gotten to that next level. That next level is there. And when you get there, you go, okay, well, I got to look around and okay, now, now I need to take a step. You know, it's like, look, uh, and, and never just sit once you get there. It's like, you know, once you get to good, you start looking around and okay, well, all right, now I get to go to great. And then I get to go to extraordinary. And then I get to go to, you know, whatever that next level is. And, you know, even if you get to whatever your, you know, whatever you can imagine your top level in life is right now, you have, when you get there, you'll realize that, look, I can take another step. I, you know, I am, 
I, I, I've gotten here. I can go one more and just keep pushing to that next level, that next level. And just realize that, look, you know, um, enjoy, you know, definitely be grateful and enjoy what you have, but just know, know that you don't have to stop learning. You don't have to stop growing just because you get to where you want to go. Doesn't mean that, Hey, um, just because I got to Orlando and I got to universal, uh, doesn't mean that, Hey, uh, wait a second, there's a Disney on the West coast. Let's, uh, let's head there next time. That's it. That's it. And I think that that really, you know, allows us to bring it home with, you know, there's two keys that I think that if you want to take that step from good to great, great to outstanding, outstanding to extraordinary, that you need to really check in with these two things. And the first one is passion, right? Are you passionate about what you're doing? Do you love real estate? Because I sure do. It's been good to me. And I do believe it's one of the greatest wealth vehicles on the planet, right? Yes. You know, so you've got to be passionate about what you're doing. The second one is you got to be hungry. You know, we, we want to build that internal fire of, of being hungry to go out there and do more because the more you do, the more you can create impact. You know, you can improve properties, you can, you know, give tenants a roof over their head, you can, you know, do the landscaping, fix it up, make them have proud pride of, you know, where they live and that sort of thing. And, you know, where there's impact, there is income. You know, money's going to be a byproduct of what you do in real estate. So I remind people you want to be passionate about it and you want to be hungry. And it's where those two come together that possibility exists. What do you think? That is, that is, that is amazing, you know, and, and that's, uh, you know, and, and that, that passion piece, you know, that's, you know, that, that kind of, that resonates so much for me is like, look, um, I'm passionate and I love real estate, but it's like, I understand what that can do, but it's the real, you know, it's, it's like, look, this is the vehicle that can help me create generational wealth for me and my family. And if I have that generational wealth, the good that I can do with it and what's, you know, it's like, look, my real passion is, you know, helping people who want to, you know, who want to grow and who want to be coached and who are in underprivileged situations and they want to be able to get pulled. You know, there's, there, there's some people that want to stay in that situation and then there's people who want to get out. And I just so love being, you know, want to be, my passion is to be that person that helps somebody that, that you know, somebody that needs a hand up. I'm, I'm willing to let my, you know, extend my hand and help them up. That's kind of my true passion is to find individuals that need that mentoring and need that leadership. And it's, you, you know, and help them get to where they want to go, you know, because they have that hunger and that desire and find those people that, you know, it's like, look, this is somebody who, you know, through no fault of their own, you know, they have the passion and the desire. They just don't have the the roadmap to get out. That that is, you know, to me, that is my hunger. That's my deep, deep why. That's my passion is to be able to do that. And, you know, it's whenever, you know, I'm on that grind or, you know, wanting to make that, that next broker call. And it's like, well, that last one just, I got beat up on that call. That call just went horrible. I just, you know, because we all have those days where it's like, I just want to hang my head and just, I want to go home. I want to go pour me a bubble bath. And I just want yes. to stay. And it's like, no, it's like, look, there is some young kid sitting in the ghetto right now who that if you don't get your crap together, make this next phone call and figure out where this deal is going to be and close this deal. If you don't do that, there's some young kid in the ghetto that's going to stay in the ghetto and he's going to become a drug dealer because you didn't make this phone call. 
And, you know, making that wrap back around is like, okay, well, my why, you you know, it's like rely on that why. And, you know, if you're not passionate about your why, if you're not like, I would like walk over, you know, literally walk over broken glass to get to my why, um, you know, if you're not at that level, then you really need to look at your why because you haven't found your why because your why you will walk over broken glass for your why you'll crawl through crap through, you know, it's like, look, yep. you know, just make sure. And, and that's kind of leads back to that passion. You know, you have to have that passion for your why and a passion for what you're doing. And, you know, it, I've heard before, you know, it's like, look, you'll never work a day in your life if you're doing what you're passionate about. Yep. Um, you know, so it's like, look, if, you know, if, if whatever your passion is, go do it. (laughs) You got it. No, that's it. And remember that the secret to living is giving. And it's not just giving of your money. It's giving of your time, giving of your knowledge, giving of your wisdom, you know, teaching what you know to somebody else. I mean, that's where I believe my fulfillment comes from. You know, the money and the real estate and the coaching is all great. But when somebody says, thank you, thank you, thank you, you've changed my life. You know, that gives me goosebumps and uh, there's no better feeling on the planet. So remember folks, the secret to living is giving. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Now on, on, on that subject of giving, I always, uh, you know, my, my one uh, universal question on every episode is, is, uh, and I steal this from, from one of your clients is, is, uh, you know, how do you like to give back? Yeah, I give back in many ways. Uh, First of all, my wife and I were, were, were big into giving, to charities and causes that we believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a lot of things, that's children. In fact, we're launching our, our new uh, children's book next month. It's called A New Alphabet for Humanity. And we're going to give all proceeds to charity where literally the old model of teaching the alphabet to children where A is for apple, B is for ball, C is for cat, D is for dog. I mean, we've been teaching that for years. So we've come up with a new children's book that teaches them some of the most unbelievable words at an earlier age, you know, and I'll give you some examples where A is for abundance and B is for bravery and C is for compassion and D is for diversity. And it goes on and on and on through all the letters. And, you know, we really do believe that, you know, changing this planet starts with, you know, giving our kids an opportunity to learn some of these things that others of us, maybe we didn't learn till our thirties or forties or fifties. So, we're big into charity. We're big into creation. We're big into travel and, you know, doing some, some great things with different, you know, people in different countries, whether that's Costa Rica or Australia, here in Canada, down in the U.S. Um, it could be our time. It could be our money. It can be, you know, com- complimentary coaching. We do a lot of different things, David, that just make this world a better place. Does that make sense? And do you like the book? Well, well, yeah, I, I love the idea of the book. Um, you know, I've always figured, you know, it's like, well, I, I think us as adults, we forget that young children are sponges and there's yes. very little that is too complicated for them. It's it's like, yeah. look, throw, throw it out there and you'll be amazed at what young minds can pick up and what they learn. It's like, look, they, they, they are uneducated. They're not, or, you know, they, they haven't been given the knowledge, but it's not because they, they won't absorb it. It's just because we haven't given it to them. It's, it's, it's amazing to see what a young mind can pull in and and what it can absorb. So I love the fact that you've 
pushed it. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be uh, for Apple. It has to be for an abundance. And then it's like, well, you know, what is abundance? And then they learn what abundance is. It's like, look, you you know, and, and just, you know, the words that you've chosen, it's like, that is, that is just amazing. I love, uh, I, I love the direction that those words are, you know, that is just amazing way to push it. And it's like, look, these are words, like you said, I, you know, I didn't, I've heard these words. I yep. know what their Webster definition is, but you know, I, I, these weren't words that were in my life at a young age. So I wasn't living an abundance lifestyle because I didn't know really what I knew the book definition of what abundance meant, but I didn't know abundance applied to me. I didn't know bravery applied to me. You know, it's like, these are, these are words and, you know, these are, you know, specific traits that, you know, it's like, look, these are in every human being. These are traits we all have and that we all can, you know, use to our advantage and to be able to help everybody around us. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in all over the words that you have chosen to use in that. And I am a huge, huge, uh, a huge supporter of this book already. And, and yes. all, all you've told me is four words that were in it. And I'm like, yeah, it gets even better. Awesome. I mean, we go on to E is for empathy and F is for forgiveness and G is for gratitude and H is for happiness. And it just goes on and on and on. And we have a three-year-old son. We have three children, Matthew Mitchell and Maxwell. And Maxwell's three, and he's already starting to use some of these words, you know, when he falls down and for, you know, skins his knee or a toy breaks or, you know, he's with his friends at Montessori school. So, yeah, never underestimate that a small group of people can change the planet, you know, and it could be a podcast, it could be a book, it could be a real estate conference, it could be, you know, giving some time to charity. But at the end of the day, you know, that's the cloth we're cut from and and we call it contribution. Nothing makes my wife Lisa and I feel better than going out there and sharing a lot of this with people just like you and your listeners, because again, it's the application of the information that we want to happen. I mean, not just learning it, David. I mean, if it was just about the information, every librarian in the U.S. would be a multimillionaire. They're not. It's the application of this information. And that's my hope for you and your listeners that you're able to go out there and use this, you know, to take your, your real estate to the next level. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Trevor, is there, um, what's a good way that my listeners can get a hold of you if they want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing and, and uh, what you have going on? Absolutely. It's pretty simple. You can just head over to www.trevormcgregor.com. So my name, T-R-E-V-O-R-M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R.com. And there's a little bit of, you know, information there about me and there's some contact, uh, uh, details there and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, by all means, it's been my joy and pleasure coming on your show. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for being on. And I look forward to uh, I look forward to having you on again, uh, Trevor. Thank you so much for your time. And we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And keep up the great work. Thank you.